You're listening to Young Honest Mother, the podcast. Here, we'll chat about all things marriage, motherhood, and modern home economics, in all honesty. I'm your host, Maurice Young. Hello there, and welcome back to another solo show episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast. In episode 42, in honor of turning 27, I shared 27 things I would like to explore, and that list included better organizing my time and prioritizing my work projects. So as someone who thrives on routine, I didn't really expect to struggle so much in making room for it once I became a mother. When Mila was first born, my midwife explained how I could just nurse on demand. Basically, I was supposed to look for his feeding cues and Milo, so cute, he used to start trying to eat his hands whenever he was hungry. And so then I knew that I needed to nurse him. There are no timetables, no scheduling apps, just intuition. I didn't spend long dwelling on how foreign it felt because honestly, early postpartum passed by in a milky haze. Somehow, my little family of three fell into a rhythm of waking, nursing, sleeping, nursing, loving, nursing, and just being. I didn't try to force anything. Six weeks of maternity leave from my full-time career in marketing really offered me the space to slow down and let go of my typical overly ambitious ways. Then I went back to work. I re-entered a supportive and structured environment. I had clear goals, milestones, and check-ins that were facilitated by the responsibilities I was hired to complete. And I did my job within that system that was developed and then therefore passed down to me by my supervisors. Essentially, I was enmeshed in exactly the type of organized security that fortified my ability to get things done. But I didn't realize that stepping away from my job to become a full-time stay-at-home mom would mean I'd need to establish my own organizational systems from the ground up. Without a consistent daily routine and as the only adult in the house until my husband came home from work, let's just say I didn't fare well when it came to planning out how to tend to marriage, motherhood, and modern home economics, like at all. In those early months as a full-time stay-at-home mom, I struggled to find my footing. Without the demands of a full-time job in the way, I thought quite naively I would have more time to devote to chores and cooking delicious meals and building two businesses, you know, with all that extra time I would have on my hands. I said goodbye to pumping three times a day in between meetings at my office, only to watch as nursing on demand turned into nursing pretty much the whole day. I put down project deadlines, but I picked up a baby who always wanted to be held. And I went from feeling exhausted all day, every day to, well, no, that one really didn't change. Those first few months, if Milo didn't refuse naps altogether, he'd pretty much only nap for 15 minutes and only in my arms. Even though I had put my career plans on pause, my ambitions were steadily growing. I felt like there were all these things I should be getting done, and I felt like I was falling behind with no promise of being able to catch up. And then I felt guilty for even wanting to pursue goals unrelated to raising my son. It was the whole thing. 
It was such a roller coaster of emotions, honestly. I actually dove deeper into those musings in a blog post called Freeing Up Time to Be More Than a Mother. I'll make sure to link to the post in the show notes. And friends and family would try to, you know, alleviate my stress by assuring me that I would have time to work on the projects that were calling my name later at some indeterminate time in the future. Maybe. And I'll bet you won't be surprised to find out that those encouraging words just made me feel even more determined to go after my goals. Because if not now, when? And so the go with the flow attitude I had adopted during the early weeks of motherhood quickly evaporated into, let's call it a um, control freak approach. (laughs) I began reviving my to-do list and I shared about the process in another blog post, which I'll also be sure to link to in the show notes. And while in the beginning, I did improve my productivity for a little while, it wasn't long before I fell off the wagon. In all honesty, I went through a period of self-loathing. I felt so bad about myself because I felt like I wasn't accomplishing the things I wanted to. And at the same time, I really couldn't understand why I couldn't hold myself to any sort of semblance of a schedule. Well, it's taking me two years just about to build up the courage to try being more organized with my time so that I can better prioritize my work projects. I'm being much more thoughtful and intentional this time, and it feels good. I don't feel like my mothering is getting in the way of accomplishing my goals. And I'm crafting accountability into some of the things I want to get done as well. Take my private Facebook group, Beauty in All Honesty, for example. P.S. If you're wanting to have honest conversations about all things beauty, learn how to use some of your favorite safer beauty products so that you can get the results you really want and you want access to exclusive gifts and specials, you need to join. I'll link to the community in the show notes so that you can go ahead and join the group today. But just the simple act of sharing my schedule with the members of Beauty In All Honesty is helping me to keep my word because I know that they're expecting me to. So here's the key to what I've learned. Routine doesn't have to be rigid. And spontaneity doesn't have to mean wild and crazy. Okay, here are a few of the questions that I ask myself when I'm wanting to add a little bit more routine to my life. What is my energy like? What's urgent? What feels right for today? What can I let go of? Why is this important? Did I write it down? And how can I find accountability for my goals? On the flip side, when I'm leaning towards adding more spontaneity into my days, here's what I do. I'll remind myself that it's okay to mix things up. Not every moment of every day needs to be productive. And actually, I tend to think that the pursuit of perpetual productivity can quickly become toxic. I'll remind myself to find the joy in novelty because life is full of twists and turns and it's good for me to practice not holding on so tightly. And now I want to hear from you. How do you allow your routine to ebb and flow? And how do you infuse spontaneity into your life as well? You can share your responses in the comments section beneath the show notes for this episode over on my website, or you can go ahead and search for the graphic announcing this episode over on social media and share your comments there. I can't wait to hear back. And that's it for this episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast, which means it's time for you to join the conversation. Share your thoughts on social media and tag me at Young Honest Mother. 
and then pass this episode along to friends and family who need to know that they're not alone on this journey either. Until next time, I'm your host, Maurice Young.